Cinema. Welcome back to War of Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And we are on the third installment of Month of McCarthy, and we are doing The Heat. The Heat, baby. This is where we turn up the heat, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, As on your love for McCarthy, because okay. I feel like she's a fucking superstar in this one, man. Yep. She's hilarious. I love her delivery, her just don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Like, she's the cop with, like, the heart of gold, but, like... It's just such an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a buddy cop film. It's like harpens back to, mm-hmm. or it's a callback to those 80s, early 90s, like buddy cops that were back, uh, big back in the day. But I think this is a little different because it is two women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And right. uh, Sandra Bullock does a good job of playing the straight one. And this, this, the, you know what I'm saying? Like the straight the the straight guy, but she's not a guy, the straight woman, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You call her. She's supposed to, she, yeah, she's supposed to be the serious one or like the awkward By one. By the book. Yeah. And... <laughs> Um, Melissa McCarthy is a Boston cop mm-hmm. who just doesn't give a fuck. Like she don't give a shit about rules. She just pretty much does whatever. Yeah, she, has she to gets do. her perp no matter what. Like she's a good cop, but like she doesn't care about going about it whatever kind of way. She's just gonna get the job done. Right. Um, the opening scene of this movie is fucking hilarious. I can't think of the dude's name, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was on Arrested Development. Oh right, right, right. Um, look him up real quick. Do you know, fun fact, you know, whenever, um, in this opening scene, when she's standing beside the, uh, SWAT team and she's talking to the guy, giving him the hand signs and he's like, what are you talking about? That's her actual bodyguard, like her real life bodyguard. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That is funny. Yeah. I watched, I actually watched the commentary like halfway through on this one, uh, before you came over. Cause I was like, eh, I wonder if, yeah. And it's just the director talking about the movie. So, uh. I might pull some like fun facts here and there that he talked about. They couldn't afford McCarthy or Bullock for, to come back and talk about it. Commentary. <laughs> this this is one that uh, they've both said that, or McCarthy has said that she always was open for a sequel, but Sandra Bullock said that she hasn't had good experiences with sequels. Mm-hmm. She's like Speed Two sucked. She's like Miss Congeniality Two sucked. She was like, so I mean, most of the time sequels kind of miss. She's like, I just I like, she's like, I love this movie so much, like doing it with her. She's like, I don't want to ruin it by, yeah. you know, trying to make lightning strike twice. So I was watching the behind the scenes on this one and everything. And do you want to hear my first note that I have about this movie? I had to put it in there. But you're making me feel bad for not liking Melissa McCarthy because she seems like such a sweet lady. <laughs> like I was watching the behind the scenes. She looks like such a nice person, like such a sweetheart. But just her brand of comedy just does not hit me. Really? Because I've heard the opposite of her. She's like a fucking menace. I, I'm saying from my perspective of right. like the behind the scenes, like the way she was with Sandra Bullock. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, she just seems like a sweetheart. Well, kind of that you got to take a backseat to her. Sandy's got fucking Academy Award. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, true. You got yeah, to bow down to that. Yeah, you're punching up. You're not punching down. For so. sure. But um, Tony Hale, right? He's uh, trying to get a hooker, mm-hmm. and um, Melissa McCarthy comes up to the car, and he like starts talking to her like like she's a hooker, you know? He's like, oh, no thanks. <laughs> no, no, no. He's like, I don't want any drugs. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, you want to you you take t- Tina to town or some shit like that? What are you, her pimp? <laughs> and uh, he gives her money, and she just puts that shit in her pocket. She's like, can I, can I borrow your cell phone? 
He's like, no, you can't borrow my fucking cell phone. He, she like breaks his fucking arm, <laughs> so he gives it to her, and she calls her. She calls his wife. What do you? <laughs> I love how you embellish things. She just took his wallet. She didn't take it or his money. I thought she took his phone. Nah. Well, he, she took his phone. She took his wallet first, and she's like, "Oh, I see. You have a wife and kids." Which a whole bunch of kids. That's yeah, right. yeah. But I thought it was funny. His wife's name is Bella. Bella, yeah. Which is the name of. Beauty and the Beast, the girl, which I don't know if that's what they were going for. No, it was Belle. Belle? Belle. I thought it was Bella. Nah, it's Belle. Belle. I think Bella is, uh, isn't that fucking Twilight? Probably. I don't fucking know. I've never watched Twilight. Don't I like getting seen I watched Twilight. the first one, but. I've seen the whole series. Have you really? I own the whole but series. But that's because of your wife. It's not because yeah, you yeah, really yeah. fucking love Twilight. Like mean, you're really into it. <laughs> By the third movie, I was... <laughs> you have a confession. <laughs> the first on... I'm fucking Team one. Jacob all day, like... <laughs> you actually take your shirt off and it's a Twilight shirt under it that you wear all the time. You're like, this is my lucky t-shirt. I've had this since 08. <laughs> I just got, like, a super cramp in my fucking rib, dog. I was gonna say, what's oh going God. on with you? <laughs> I fucking feel like something's about to burst out of me. Did your appendix burst? Oh no, I I'm already gone. It's already gone. Really, you already had your appendix taken out. Yeah. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh. I've never gotten a fucking muscle spasm sitting down, bro. Like, how out of shape am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's from all that work you did today. Yeah, I guess. Your body's catching up. Oh, fuck, that was horrible. Oh my Jesus. Can we not do that again? Can we just sit here and relax? I thought I was. I guess I breathe too hard. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah. So she, she uh, calls his wife on the on his cell phone, which is pretty funny. And uh, she's like, "Yeah, taking the kids and leaving. Yeah, I probably do the same thing. Piece of shit." <laughs> and then uh, she goes to cuff him, puts him in the back of the car, and then she uh, sees. Um, a guy that's like those girls pimp, right? Right. And she's like, starts fucking with him. And he's like, why are you always bothering me? He's like, oh, I'll just sit up here and play my Sudoku. <laughs> she's like a Sudoku dumbass. <laughs> Apparently he's some like popular YouTuber. I don't know him, but yeah, he's a, uh, yeah, he's like a comedian. I see. Um, he's pretty, he's pretty decent. This I didn't think anything of it. Dude, you want a great fucking laugh with that kid? Watch the the interview he did with Snoop Dogg on the GGN, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg's YouTube channel. Bro, he gets so fucked up because like, he's like, I really underestimated how strong Snoop Dogg's shit would be. Yeah. Cause like he's like starts like just spacing out like Snoop's trying to like talk to him but he doesn't know what fucking planet he's on. It's <laughs> hilarious, bro. You know, Snoop Dogg was just on the Joe Rogan podcast. Was he? Yeah. Oh, I gotta listen to that. It was pretty. It was pretty good. Did you listen to the Kanye West episode? No. Dude, that shit was hilarious, bro. I might have to check it out, but... Dude, if it, if you don't listen to the whole thing, I understand. But, like, if you do listen to anything, listen to when Kanye talks about the mechanical bees. <laughs> Joe Rogan's like, I'm sorry, you lost me. What the fuck are you talking about? It is fucking priceless. <laughs> are you fucking insane? <laughs> I think he says that to him at one point. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Too fucking funny. That's the thing about Joe Rogan. He he'll he'll be good to call you out on your on your shit. I mean, some of that shit you got to think he's just saying it for shock value, but like maybe sometimes. Sometimes I wonder, man, because like he's one of those people that's been rich and famous for like so long now that like 
he maybe he has lost. He, I mean, he's definitely lost his fucking mind. He married a Kardashian and all that shit. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, dude, I think fame has fucked him. Yeah. Like, at what point? That's when you're when you always say like, is the money worth all the? Sh- well, hasn't other- he always said that he kind of he is mentally ill? He's like, I've been telling you guys, I'm mentally ill for like the longest time, and now you're just starting to see it. Yeah, but you're self-diagnosing and shit. Like, he just decides to run for fucking president one day. This and is then- true. The next day, he's like only making Christian music, and then he rents out four pro football stadiums to just hang out and like fucking record little. Dude, he's just lost his fucking if, mind. If I was rich and famous for that long, that rich and famous for that long, I'd probably do dumb shit like that too. Yeah, honestly, a pair of his fucking sneakers go for like five hundred dollars. Right. Like, so how can you not feel like you're God's gift? To this world, so I don't blame him. I'd probably be doing the same shit. I just noticed the Dune poster. Dope, you like dude. it? That's dope. That's Thanks. dope. Still I, uh, haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it. Fucking I'm going God to. Damn. I'm going to it. I'm going to. The poster definitely made me. I was like, oh, I gotta see that. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so uh, I actually have notes on this. I'm not even paying attention. Um. I was talking about prostitution. Like this dude is just trying to get pro get a prostitute. Like, how do you feel about prostitution? Do you feel like it should be illegal? Like, what's your take on it? I think, like, uh, I think places like Vegas and shit that, like, have, like, they're, like, it's not in the city. It's, like, off in the desert. You know, it's, like, a place, a brothel. Mm -hmm. Certain situations like that, if you're a single, you know, man with the money and the means and, like, whatever, you just, that's sad of a sack. You can't get a woman to fuck you. You know, and you're a consenting adult, by all means, go out there and do what you got to do. Well, I've heard stories of men that are married and you just get you've been with the same person for so long that the dude, the wife knows about it. The dude just goes out to a brothel, you know, gets his freak on. Wife knows about it. It's consent. Everyone's consenting to this Uh, uh, because in Australia, it's legal. And um, and everyone's like hunky dory. So I don't understand why it's still like such an illegal thing here in in uh, America. Like if you just legalized prostitution and regulated it so everyone's safe, like I don't see the problem. As more in the southern states, I would imagine, you yeah, know, it's maybe more old-fashioned views on things. Probably. Like I said, places like Vegas, places like um Amsterdam and you know, they have designated areas for mm-hmm. shit like that to go on, you know. Right. Uh and uh, just like with the way AIDS and everything gets spread, you know, like it's just. That's what I'm saying. If it's regulated. It's just one of those like, things like it's going to always be frowned upon. Yeah. It's like porn. Like nobody will ever look at porn as like a good way to make money. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're making a shit ton of money, but well, p- people are always going to look at you like. Women are killing you know? it on OnlyFans, so. I mean, yeah. And this, the craziest thing about it is, is for the most part, like none of them are doing any of that crazy shit that I see these chicks doing on the Internet. Like. <laughs> Like, some of these chicks are getting filled out like applications. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) they're getting worked. Yeah. I always think about this one. There was a story about this guy who had a porn star girlfriend, and he was cool with it. And he went with a um, a contract. She was signing the contract, and he was kind of, like, looking over it out of curiosity. (laughs) And he's like, what is all holes filled or some shit like that? She's like, that's when there's a dick in every hole. And that's when he cut it off, I guess. That, no, was, that, was, that, that was that was the, that it. was the breaking limit. The breaking like, wow, dude! <laughs> I've heard, I've, you know, I've seen interviews where like both people in the relationship are in porn. Yeah, and 
you know, the dude's like, you know, it's, it's kind of shitty. Cause like I have sex all day and then like, I, you know, I just have a higher sex drive. So I want to have sex with my girlfriend when I get home mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard to go in there and be like, Hey babe, you want to have sex after she's just been fucked for 12 hours. Yeah. After she's been working all day. Right. <laughs> well, we say that. <laughs> But I was just, uh, where the fuck did this episode go, bro? Oh my god! Well, I wrote down the note like, why is prostitution still illegal? Why? Well, I mean, I'm glad to see that you believe in, you know, you know, sexual liberation and all that shit. I do. But like, I don't know, man. I just feel like uh, <laughs> in certain cities, you know what I mean, like around. I don't know. You can't have a church and a brothel next to each other. I mean, why not? You can have a brothel inside of a church. Because that's that's that's, that's anarchy. That's the end of times, right there, Greg. That's, that's what I want in this life. <laughs> and then I wrote, "Is that the same?" <laughs> I just want to go get the word and then go next day and put it in. You know, what I'm give a fuck. Clock in. Um, I said, "Is that the car from uh, Cheech and Chong up in smoke?" <laughs> I love her car. It looks like just like I know it's not because his is right. Impala and this is a fucking Rambler. But yeah, they look very similar, especially the upkeep, the paint job. Um, after this scene with her, she chases the uh, she chases the drug dealer down and yeah, she runs him down literally with his car with her car. And he's he's a younger he's a younger black gentleman, and she hits him with a watermelon. Which <laughs> yeah, is, so it's shitty, is, but like I don't know why, but like it's still funny. So this like, in the this scene. The director was talking about how they shot the scene in the script. It was supposed to be the slowest chase ever. Uh-huh. And when they shot it, they're like, this was the worst thing we've ever did. Like they were so disappointed in themselves, but the editor kind of edited it together and apparently it worked. But yeah, the watermelon scene, he's like, what'd you hit me with? She's like a watermelon. That's racist. <laughs> I told I knew you were racist. <laughs> What'd she say? She says something like I fucked more black guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Nine out of 10 guys. I, I fuck her black. black. <laughs> She has the greatest foul mouth in this movie. Well, That's probably say, my favorite part of her character. I have to. Say, I can pick them out now. Now that I've watched a few of her movies, her ad lib is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like she's really good at ad lib because I can tell now when she's going off by herself. Like whenever she goes and uh, the guy she just took in, she's gonna go um, interrogate him, but he's taken out of the cellar. So she's like giving this dude the business, oh, the security guard. His ass. Yeah. I love and I shit. can tell most of that is just her ad libbing. And right. I was like, this is where she shines is her ad lib. Right. I mean, she's not a bad actress either. Like I believe everything, like when she's crying or whatever, I believe those moments. Yeah. It's just her, her brand of comedy just doesn't really like hit my funny bone the right way. Yeah. It's just kind of like, meh, that was okay. But I mean, if other people laugh at it, more power to you. It's just not my thing. So you didn't you didn't think any of it was funny? I have to think. So uh, there's one scene that if you didn't laugh, bro, I don't know if we can still be friends. Like, <laughs> and I know you don't. You got to know what I'm talking about. It's coming up like we'll, later on. Okay. But anyways, um, so then it cuts over to Sandy Bullock. And she's in her. She's interrogating the guy that she threw a watermelon at. No, no, no. Hmm. She shows her at the house at her house. And she, uh, she's like, oh, she's a cat burglar. She's petting this cat, and it's not even her cat; it's the neighbor's cat. Yeah, because you can hear them calling, like Tigger, whatever the cat's name is. I guess it's time to go home. Yeah, (laughs) she puts it back outside. It's a good little like. So in the writing world, they have this whole thing called like save the cat. In the beginning of every movie, you have to do something that makes you care about the character. And the main, the main like cliche one is like saving a cat shows that you're a good person. 
and this is this movie's take on it is her showing that she can't be committed to someone so she can't even have her own cat she has to like borrow someone else's cat so i thought that was pretty funny it was pretty like little interesting writing script writing thing so you kind of get like a little insight she's one of those uh agents that's like she's trying to get ahead she's trying to move up right she wants a promotion and the boss is like yeah, I just felt like this person was better for the job. She's like, why? I have, like, better convictions and everything than anybody. And he says something that is like, you can't work with others. Yeah. You know, you can't. Yeah, exactly. She's the one that always, like... She's like, you. St- he's like, you'll step on anybody's neck to solve a case. He's like, yeah, well, yeah. I think that makes you a great agent. He goes, I also make you... It doesn't make you a great leader. Right. And uh, so he, she's like, well, give me, give me one more... Uh, give me one more chance at it and, you know, I'll prove to you that I could be, you know. Right. So she sends her to Boston to take care of this case that's going on. It's a drug case. And one of the guys in the drug case, he was on Mad TV for a long time. That's me. Forget his name. What happened to my phone? I don't know. It's probably eaten by the chair. Always, always, dude. All your stuff. Anything in your pocket is going to be eaten by that chair. And you have to call me on your way home and be like, hey, uh, can you check the chair? I love how my wife always calls me while I'm doing this. Yeah. Like almost every time. Like she yeah. knows. You should put her on the podcast and you could talk to her on the podcast. Hey, baby, you're on the podcast. What What do you want? Because like I know it's your, it's like, like your weekly call on the episode. So <laughs> what, 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 what do you need? Yeah. My stepmom called too. Yeah. That's less normal. But uh, anyways, where was I? Oh, I was pulling the movie back up. Yeah. The... Uh, the police chief is played by fucking Biff Tannen, which oh, yeah. I feel is fucking phenomenal. And he's only got a couple minutes in this movie, but he's pretty funny. He has one like scene that made me laugh. Um, when they originally go in, and <laughs> Marlon Wayne's is in this movie. Yes, you remember he's the. Uh, oh, that's right. He's the, the other FBI agent. Yeah, he's the that's one right. inside the office that they go and get information from. Oh yeah, and he, he ends, plays like kind of a straight role. Yeah, he uh, he ends up being her like little love interest. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but there's also somebody else in this movie that I was like so happy to see. That's like, not I, that's his why I said name. Really? Oh, then we're not talking about the same guy. I mean, I'm sure we're we might be. Bill Burr. Mm, oh, Bill Burr is in this. I'm not talking about him, Bro. but her I'm brother. Sorry. Oh, uh, Michael Rappaport. Yes, him. Yeah. I love him. Okay, Michael McDonald. That's the guy that was on Mad TV. He's the one that's like, he's like a drug guy, and he's like known to like cut people the fuck up, and he's got like a big reputation. As right, like right, right. Being that, and that's who she's after. Or she's after the, the boss, but like the only, he's like the, the guy that everybody knows. Okay. So that's her lead. Right. Well- Melissa McCarthy, um, the drug dealer that she gets, is like one of the foot soldiers for a guy to a guy. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole movie is like they're just working their way up the ladder. Yeah, and um, it's a buddy cop crime movie. It's hilarious though, man. I love that shit. The fucking scene where they suit up to go. Is that a fucking real grenade? Yeah, it's a real grenade. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know if it works or it's a dud or whatever. But um. Where'd they go? She went to Boston. She goes to Boston. And, and she uh, go ahead. She, that's right. The perp's in there and the she perp. She takes him out. And she's talking to him. 
And she's like, who are you? Who are you? I <laughs> uh, get into it. And that's like their first interaction. Well, then you cut to the chief and that's where we see Biff Tannen. I love that because Melissa McCarthy's just throwing shit around his office. Well, she, she knocks over uh, Sandra Bullock's purse and she's like, well, that was really professional. She's like, oh, oh, let me, let me help you. Let me show you what real professional is. So she like dumps everything out and she finds a TikTok, a Tic Tac thing and it has like two tic tacs in it because before that she's like looking around the office and sandra looks like what is she doing yeah she was like she's looking looking for my balls she's looking for my balls she screams outside of the office like she has like do i see the captain's balls they're they're about this but they're like mouse balls but like smaller and like it's hilarious so then she finds the tic tacs and then she's like don't worry i found the but the when she throws it at his head I busted out laughing. That was so fucking funny. And he took that shit like a champ. And they had to do that like 20 times. She kept throwing it like at his face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, he's got a lie. And he's like, he's like, she, he goes, I got a five-year-old son that calls me grandpa. Yeah. She's yeah. Cause like, he's like, do you know how old I am? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. 58. I'm 43. <laughs> That shit was great. Because his head is like completely gray. <laughs> yeah, Biff's getting old, you know, but that happens, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so after that, they kind of like, they're like, oh, I don't want to work together, but they're going to work together. Yeah. Oh, she steals her files. That's what she does. And she steals her keys. Oh, that's right. And they're like, you looking for Mullins? <laughs> she hangs out in the shit bar down the street. Yeah, you might want to wear a vest. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene so much, man. She walks into the bar. And uh, the lady, she's like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? I work for the post office. Well, well thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking right. <laughs> and then she uh, she gets to talking to Melissa McCarthy. And then she shows her all these fucking pictures of the bodies all chopped up and shit. And this lady's like, excuse me, I got a kid here. She's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, wait, this is a bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is this so funny? It's not that funny. <laughs> like, she was so offended. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how dare you show that with my child here? And right. She's like, wait, this is a bar. <laughs> and it's like, dude. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Did I you ever know. go to the bar with your dad? Fuck no. I did. My dad didn't drink. Like, oh, my dad was a alcoholic, and he used to instead of finding like a babysitter, he would just take me and my brother to the bar. And nine times out of ten, bars had uh, pool tables, so he'd just like throw some quarters at us, and we would play pool while he was getting drunk. Yeah, but most bars don't let miners just hang out. Yeah, like, they definitely did. That was definitely a shitty bar. Then there like, was a few of them. It wasn't just one. Wow. Um. One of them, it's still active today. Moonlight off of 60. You ever seen that? It's a little shit bar, but it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> That's one way to go to. I can say I've never been to that establishment. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we used to hang out at the bars. And then every once in a while, instead of going and playing pool, I would do like the strip poker on the the game machine that was like at the end of the bar. I'd play like strip poker on the game and you could like slowly see these naked, these women naked because they would like take their clothes off as you played. Awesome parenting. Yeah. It's amazing. It's great. That's why I drink. <laughs> well, that's super sad. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. Don't, don't, don't look I'm down not, on me. Like you're better than me. I'm not better than my than alcoholic you. I mean, dad father. He, no. he showed me a hey, lot of great things. I wish my fucking dad was an alcoholic. All right, bro. 
<laughs> well, my dad's addicted to has gotten into way more fucking bullshit than, than any fucking drug or alcohol could have ever done. Yeah. Like, but I learned to play pool. He showed me chess. Yeah, my dad did all that shit too. I met too. a lot of interesting. A lot of, I met a lot of interesting characters. Guy yeah. named Catfish. I feel like every bar in America has got a guy named Catfish right? that's there. <laughs> and he looks like one, too. I'm drinking. Like, yeah. if you hear the name, an alcoholic guy, and his name is Catfish, you can, like, picture him in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not doing good. He's not doing well. He's hanging on by a thread. The old Catfish. But he's always in a good mood. Yeah. Always in a good mood. In the stupor. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So... She still, they go to the bar and uh, this is when she steals her files because she's like because she pushes the post office lady and then gets them into an altercation. This is where she uses the moment to like take her, right. take her files. And I forget where does she go after that? That's when they um, I forgot. about. I know the next scene is with the uh, the lady from It's Always Sunny. Oh, yeah, 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 D. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's like a hooker or like a, a drug lady, right? Something like that. I don't know. But she she has this, like, thick, like, Russian, Russian or some accent, accent. Yeah. yeah. And shit, was, that was a pretty funny scene because I love her. Yeah, yeah, Like, she's, she's amazing. She had a show on Fox for a couple episodes. Yeah. I forget what it was called, but she's like a she's like the sister of like the super rich lady Mm -hmm. and like her and the husband are like missing something happened like their plane went down or some shit but like she has to go take care of their fucking kids in this like big ass mansion right and she's like d from fucking sunny in (laughs) philadelphia with this with these kids i see it's pretty funny but like i said not funny enough like i've seen it but it's always sunny as gold and she's a gold in it and in this movie she's hilarious i hate that dennis stepped away from the show did he yeah like like a season or two ago. Oh damn, I didn't notice that. I haven't kept up with it in a couple of years, so. And the three guys, they were like the original. They came up with all that shit by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like they brought Danny DeVito and her in to like kind of make. Yeah, because the, the first season, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito's not in it, Mm-mm. and they knew they needed another character, so they just like invited him to do the show and he like loved it so much he kind of stuck around yeah it was just like a uh, like a shot in the dark like yeah, yeah let's yeah. ask him maybe he'll do it you know? right or cameo or something but yeah i love funny sunny in philadelphia that's the only thing about philadelphia i like is that fucking show <laughs> i hate the eagles why do you have to bring it back to sports why can't you just enjoy things it's always sports bro i hate the eagles although i thought you were happy the other day i was at work and people didn't wouldn't stop talking about the Bucks losing so hard to the fucking Falcons. Oh yeah, well, we beat the Falcons Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. beat the yeah. shit out of them. Yeah, it was like sixteen to like thirty six or something like that. They beat the fuck out of them. Oh cool. You didn't even watch it. No, I did. I knew they lost because I, I was happy. I was gonna say I'm I sure happy Ashley about it too. But uh, nah, I, mean, I just pretty much focus on Dallas. That's all I can do. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Well, we guess we got one of the best records in football right now. I don't like to talk about it. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. You know, that's whenever I, uh, Green Bay was having that strong run. I think they were like 12 strong, 12 and 0. And I was like, I can't watch their, cause I know as soon as I watch the next game, they're going to lose. But anyway, um, so yeah, they're, uh, talking Aaron Rodgers about- said that a lot of times he should have went to the Super Bowl that he shit the bed. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. Oh, he can get to the playoffs like a motherfucker, but he just can't get through the playoffs. He did once. Yeah, but... Got one ring. Mm-hmm. Just like Favre, man. That's like... Other than Bart Starr, that's 
that's the story and history of Green Bay quarterbacks. They all yeah. get one. Yeah. But they're always so memorable, you know? Like Brett Favre oh, was Brett great. Favre is fucking awesome. And then Aaron Rodgers comes around and everyone knows his name. I don't know. There's something about Green Bay quarterbacks. I used to like Aaron Rodgers a lot more. I don't know. I think in his later years, he's gotten very diva-ish, you know, holding out. Then I'm going to retire, trade me, then give me more money. Now yeah. I'll come back. I don't know. I just loved his play style. He was a very smart quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he a bad motherfucker. So good. He's top five yeah. in the league for sure. Um, I'd say he's top ten all time. Lower, you think so? lower on the list, but I think he, I think he makes it. That, that makes me happy that you say something like that. I mean, you got to recognize talent. Yeah. Certain other players, I wouldn't give as much love to or mm-hmm. recognition. Yeah. Even though they probably deserve it, but uh, <laughs> that's the great thing about it. I could be as big a dick as I want. Yeah, it's right. My fucking shit. Why the fuck don't you have a fucking sports podcast? You'd be so good at it. You and fucking Zach with the sports podcast would kill it. Yeah, Zach's a busy guy. Yeah, try to get a hold of him. But uh, <clears throat> so they're talking to D, and she's a Russian. Whatever she is. She's a contact, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have to come up with a distraction so they can get this fucking cigarette and everything, which I thought was pretty, pretty fun little moment mm-hmm. because she does the distraction. Melissa McCarthy makes this distraction. Sandra Bullock gets the, uh, the cigarette because there's one cigarette that's different from the rest. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they leave the apartment, she's like, she's like, what the fuck was that? She's like, did you get the cigarette? Yeah, I got the cigarette. I don't know. It was pretty cute. Yeah, I like that scene. Um, don't we get a... Uh... Oh, oh, in the uh, in the apartment. She's like, what is this, training day? That shit made me laugh. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cute. What is this, training day? So that's when... I think the next is whenever Melissa McCarthy meets up with her brother. Because he's in jail. He's about to get out. And he's a contact to the drug dealers. And everything. Right. And she's like, I need you to help me. And he's like, I can't do that. Like, no. I'm going straight. I'm going legit. Right. Um, She's like, yeah, like, all right, I'll see you when you get out. And then they, uh, that's when you meet Marlon Wayans, I think, after that. Around that time, yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm just like so fucking wanting to get to the family scene. Like, it's the best part of the fucking movie. I love that shit. I could watch like if I want to watch a movie about her family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because Bill Burr and Dude. well, the thing is, is like everyone knows a family like this. Like this isn't necessarily my family, but I've witnessed families like that because. So the thing is, Melissa McCarthy puts her brother in jail because he's a drug addict and she's trying to like this is her way of like getting him clean and getting him away from all the trouble. But these are like old school Boston motherfuckers and they like the fact that she's a cop. They hate that shit. Yeah. So they're giving her shit because there was that moment earlier whenever a car drives by honks at her. She looks and it's just flipping her the bird. And Sandra Bullock's like, who's that? She's like, that's my mom. That was pretty funny. Her dad's the only one that likes her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calls her pork chop. I love that. <laughs> hey, dad. Hey, pork chop. <laughs> so, yeah, Melissa McCarthy's family just hates her because of what she did to her brother, but they don't see that she saved him. 
And uh, did you come here to put me in jail? And then Bill Burr is the is I'm assuming like the oldest brother. I mean, yeah, yeah. I and think so. uh, it's fucking great because uh, one of the new kids on the block is one of the other brothers, Joey. Mm-hmm. Joey's one of the other brothers, and then uh, the other guy, he's been in stuff too. I forget his name, but he is fucking gold. They walk in, <laughs> oh look at this asshole. <laughs> I love the girlfriends too. They were oh my god, funny. they were fucking great. They yeah. made the whole scene just yeah, fucking yeah. fun. So I love you walk in and their entire their entire living room is a dining room. It has pictures of Jesus playing for Boston sports right, teams. Right. It's fucking hilarious. He's in a Red Sox uniform, hitting one over the Green Monster. <laughs> yeah, he's like dunking with Larry Bird's jersey on. It's <laughs> hilarious. I um so Bill Burr's like. So, uh, you like a woman? <laughs> and she's like, excuse me? <laughs> and then one of the other brother, one of the other brothers is like, are you a knock? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, my what? Are you are you a knock? A knock. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, good question. Listen to him. Listen to what he's Listen saying. Listen to what he's saying. Because <laughs> you know he's just like feeding into this shit at right. this point, man. It's Fucking great. She's like, oh, a narc. He's like, that's what the fuck was that? A knock. <laughs> are you or are you not a knock? Like fucking Johnny Depp, 22 fucking Jump Street. She's like, oh, a narc. He's like, that's what I was fucking saying. Was I speaking fucking Japanese? <laughs> it would have been so much better if they had a, a, a Matt Damon. I feel like him and Ben Affleck are the only people from Boston that weren't in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been so great if they would have put them in there with Bill Burr. Oh, my God. It would have been so great. That would have been good. Um, (laughs) I also love when they're talking about, like, uh, he's like, He's like, uh, he's like, Patty quit. Patty quit his job the other week. Stole a laptop. You gonna take him to jail for that shit? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I worked there for a fucking month. I deserve the fucking thing. (laughs) No health benefits. That evens out. (laughs) What about you? How many illegal songs you download? Two, twenty, maybe thirty (laughs) thousand. Should lock him under the fucking jail. Uh, and the shit with the girlfriends. And they start asking Sandra Bullock because she goes to talk to Michael Rappaport, Mm -hmm. and they're like. Have you always been a woman? How you get your clothes? They just keep going in on her ass. Like, how you get your face that close? Or how do you get your shave that close? Because <laughs> they don't believe. He's like, she's like, I've been a woman since birth. And Bill Burr's like, no surgeries. <laughs> They're just being complete dicks to her. Right. But it's fucking, it's the, it's the funniest shit ever. And then they go talk to, she goes and talks to Michael Rappaport. She ends up like beating him and like twisting him and shit into like telling her what she wants. And she's like, you got to go and testify or whatever on this guy because I need your help or whatever. He gives her the lead. They go. And uh, that's when they get Christopher McDonald. You got notes? Right. No, I was thinking. I was just thinking about something. You know what movie I fucking love Sandra Bullock in? And she basically plays the same character. Fucking Demolition Man. Yeah, she's good in that. I don't know why. I just started thinking about that. I'm like, was it Sandra Bullock? I had to double check because I was like 99% sure. But I She does a good her. job in playing any kind of like detective slash cop thing. Because in this movie, I don't, I have to be completely honest. I'm not a huge fan of her in this movie. Sandy? Yeah, I don't she's know what it is. She's very awkward in this movie. Yeah, it just doesn't like, it doesn't vibe with me. Like the proposal's amazing because, um... What's his name? Ryan Reynolds is like yeah. the comedy, yeah, and then yeah, she's yeah. the straight, and it plays. She's got some funny parts in that she too, does. though. 
And I love that fucking scene with her and Betty White. Oh my god, I dancing was just by that about fucking that. fire amazing. to Little John. Yes. I fucking could watch that every day of my right. life. Right, but uh, they had good chemistry back and forth. Yeah. She's a straight person. He's the comedic relief, and I think it played off. But this one just like. I don't know. There was something about her character that just didn't. Vibe it gets with on me. my nerves too when I watch the movie. I I feel that too. It's like an awkwardness that like mm-hmm. she she's doing a good job of getting it across that that's how that is that yeah. that's how that character is. But like it gets on my nerves too. Right. So I was trying to think. I'm like I don't think I like her in a lot of movies. But then I was thinking about Demolition Man and I fucking love her in that movie. And she's basically playing the same character. Have you ever seen Murder by Numbers? No. That's a fucking good one. Yeah. It's got your boy in it. You'd probably love it. Wesley. Nah, fucking uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, oh, oh. Hell yeah. I'll yeah, he's young that. in that one. Uh, and the kid from uh, Bully and Boardwalk Empire, he's mm-hmm. in it too. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. But then you mentioned Speed. I lo- I actually really like Speed. The first Her Speed, for sure. Oh my yeah, God, it's so good. good. I like the first Miss Congeniality. I think it's a fun little funny movie, you know? I've never seen it, so can't speak on it. I saw a lot of like. Movies that were like, you know, women comedies because my mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so I watch excuses. them with her. You can like things, Nick. You can like Twilight and Miss Congeniality. I don't. I, no I swear, I'm not. A, I'm not a Twilight guy. <laughs> I don't like Twilight, but I do like Miss Congeniality. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit that. I like Hocus Pocus too. Hocus Pocus is great. It's a I, classic. I watched that at Halloween with the kids. Every Halloween, that's the one Halloween like. Every once in a while, I'll squeeze in A Nightmare Before Christmas, but I will always watch Hocus Pocus. Dude, do you watch Nightmare Before Christmas at Halloween? We say we talk about this all the time. I I fucking I feel like it has to be said though, bro. Like I'm not I'm not a big fan of watching it at Christmas. Yeah, I I get that because it's more of a Halloween movie than it is a Christmas movie. There's Christmas elements but it's more of a halloween movie so i feel I like it's that. every goth person's favorite christmas movie it's every goth person's like favorite thing. movie period yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's good but it's not that good it's inspired a lot of tattoos I mean, you, can, you can give me a lot of as much hate as you want it's like it's a good like nostalgic movie but it's not as good as you're making it out to be no, no like no. jack skelly skeleton jack skellington on all the merchandise that you own it's not that good Tim but Burton will be cashing checks from that shit. It's forever. not even his fucking movie. Tim Burton? No, it's not his movie. He directed it. No, he did not. Are you sure? hundred percent. You can look it up. Well, who did it then? I don't know. Um, but it, he executively produced it. So it's uh, like his, it's under his umbrella, but it's not his movie. Oh uh, yeah. And thinking about it's Tim Burton's the nightmare before Christmas. Yes. That makes sense. That's probably why I thought that it might've been like his short film that they turned into it, uh, but he did not. Direct that movie because you got uh because you got John Carpenter's Vampires, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Ghost of Mars. Have you ever seen that movie? Ghost of Mars? Yeah. No. With Ice Cube? No. Oh my god, bro! I might put that on the list. But Vampires was directed by John Carpenter, though. I know that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So usually when their names in the title, right, right. Nowadays it's more like Eli Roth presents. You know, shit like that. Like, he did the first Hostel, but he didn't direct the second one. Right. It's also like um, Super 8. J.J. Abrams presents Super 8. There you shit go. Shit like that. It's like, he didn't direct it, but he, like, has his name on it. Lost. Gerald like Tor- Guillermo does that, too. Like, mm-hmm. Guillermo presents. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't direct it, but... I don't know. It's weird. It's like a little cosine. They don't do it as much anymore. It's felt like a, like a, when we were in high school type I feel of like it's done a lot more lately. Really? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But um, spitballing. Yeah. But uh, the uh, 
It's still a thing, though. So they get Michael McDonald, and she's like, I'm going to hit this guy with the fucking phone book. And she walks in the room. And that shit was so fucking hilarious. Decked his ass with that fucking phone book. I love book. it when celebrities fuck with each other like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a well-known celebrity, and Melissa McCarthy is, too. And she throws a, throws a fucking phone book at this guy. Like, that's the kind of shit that makes me laugh. I'm going to shoot him in the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Take the gun from her. Take the gun from her. <laughs> so, yeah, she walks in and literally throws a phone book in his face. She's like, how do you want to handle this? She's like, I'm going to go in and hit him with a fucking phone book, and then you can get whatever you want out of him. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, that's not how we do this. <laughs> She's like, you're breaking literally every rule there is about interrogation. I don't give a fuck about that. And then goes in there and does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a crazy, uh, like, he has a good funny part in that, but he also has a very chilling moment when he's like, I'm going to kill your whole fucking family or something like that. <laughs> like, it kind of was like, damn, like, yeah. you could have gone there, bro. Yeah, this movie does have a couple of, like, gory parts to it, like, more so than you would expect from a rom-com, or a rom buddy cop. Right. Buddy cop comedy. I mean, buddy cops are, like, rom-coms, except they just aren't love interests. They're best friends. Yeah, I don't like that way of describing it, though. Why? Because it's just making it seem like it's not. They are rom coms without the romantic. No, there's aspect. no romance of it. They're just friends. Like, yeah, but they love each other. <laughs> not like that, though. <laughs> don't make it weird, bro. <sighs> we're we're doing a rom com right now. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is the buddy cop of fucking podcast. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would hope that they would fucking describe it as the buddy cop of podcast and not the fucking rom-com of podcast. <laughs> These two guys love each other. <laughs> These dudes, man, I'll tell you. You can feel it, man. Just waiting for them to start sucking each other up. Let's <laughs> turn it into a fucking Ken Kniff skit. I have to say, fucking album. like two bears in one cave is getting ridiculous in the best way possible. On the last episode, they bought a bunch of sex toys and we're like, they, yeah, I'll they, just leave it at that. I feel like they literally play gay chicken. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They see how far the other one will take it before uh, they stop each other. Yes, 100%. And it's fucking, they're, that's bromance to the extreme. Oh, yeah, well, those guys have been friends for, what, fucking 20 years yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. so. I mean, it makes sense. But it's just so funny. Those guys kill me. Like, I don't have many podcasts that I go back to and listen to regularly, but. Two Bears, One Cave is one that I go back to all the time because I can listen to those two go at it forever. And they're both great at what they do. 100%. They're both fantastic stand-up yeah. comedians, and uh, they got you know, know they're just funny motherfuckers. So right. it's just him. Like they were probably like, why did we why did we wait so long before we did this? Yeah, like we could have been making fucking millions years ago for this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still follow Bert Kreischer on Instagram. Yeah, he's just living his best life. He is. He's like your goals for real of life. Like the if you would want to like, bro. if you would model your life after anybody, it would be Bert Kreischer. If I was going for obtainable, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like obtainable fame. Who's obtainable fame? Bert Kreischer to me is like the most obtainable fame. I know, but who's unobtainable? Unobtainable fame that you would want, uh, like Tarantino. What? Yeah, that's like, such a weird pull. Like Scorsese, you know, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, talent. Like what? That that's like a level of fame that I you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. Uh, so Burt Kreischer doesn't have talent; he's just famous. No, you know you know what I'm saying though. Like Burt Kreischer is a funny dude, but right. like 
20 years from now, are people still going to be talking about Booker Kreishner? I don't, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. But you know they're going to be talking about Scorsese films. You know they're going to be talking For about decades. Tarantino. For decades, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have legacies. I see what and, you're saying. And all that. Like, that's a status that, you know, I don't know why I just picked directors, but. I know, that's that's why I said it was a weird pull. There's musicians, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, co- even comedians. Like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, even comedians. Like, like there's, like, Robin Williams. Like that guy could do anything. Yeah, like Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy, Adam Sandler, any of the motherfuckers. Right. Like they just, I see. What they're you're one saying. in generational talents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, why I'm not saying that I'm fucking useless, but like that's that's goals. But you know, that's that's big goals. Yeah, you still working on your stand up though, right? I'm. I I am. I uh, I got a couple jokes I've been working on. Hell yeah. Um, I'm 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 like waiting for you to like take on that endeavor. I really want to just like go for it and like because like a couple of them I'm, I'm just like if I say this shit and it don't land the way I want it to. But that's the thing you don't know unless you try. Yeah, but dude, like like you're gonna think one of these jokes is like the funniest thing ever, and it probably won't land. And the ones that you think are gonna suck are gonna land, and you're gonna be like, this makes no sense. But you'll get a feel for it. And some of the and some of the things that I think are funny like aren't exactly like politically correct anymore. Yeah, but that's you though. And I worry about I have to edit out so much shit out of this podcast because of the things <laughs> you say, so we don't get canceled. Cancel culture is a real thing now. And I'm I, trying to get cancel cultured up, like using cancel culture to like get popular. That's that's the that's the like. Well, that's what I thought. I was I'm just like, at. well, because like the riskier joke would be like, go for it. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like, it ain't like five years, ten years ago when you could do it and that like further your career. But I think it's slowly going away though. Like with uh, Bill Burr's Paper Tiger and then Dave Chappelle's newest special. I don't yeah, know they fucking crucifying my guy. Yeah, but he's still on Netflix. They will not pull it down. No, because he's a fucking guaranteed moneymaker. Like, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. going to, but... So that's where it's leaning towards, is these companies aren't pulling these people down. They're just getting canceled socially, not, if I'm, I'm, If I'm being honest, if anybody else did that other than Dave Chappelle, I don't think they could bounce back from that shit or keep their shit up. Maybe. You know what I mean? It's I mean, just, Dave Chappelle is the GOAT, but... As I was saying, he's the greatest comedian alive right now. Bill Burr is probably, in my opinion, like two or three. Right. But it's just like, I don't know, man, like Dave's always said you have to be at that level of talent to be able to pull that cancel culture shit off and not get canceled. Well, I think I think you have to have the respect too, you know, right? because he's not he's not insulting LGBT communities. He's just comparing them to the black community. That's all he's doing. He's not saying you are bad people. He's just saying he wishes the black community had the respect that the LGBTQ community has. And as long as as you know, black people have had to go through stuff, you know, and I'm not saying that gay people haven't suffered through history either. But they know? haven't suffered. They were more accepting than the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for that's sure. His, that's his whole message is yeah. like LGBT is being accepted with open arms. But the Black Lives Matter community is still being shunned in some areas. They're not being they're not being like as accepted as yeah. they are. And that's where his problem lies. And I and I have to agree with him. I do think that it shouldn't matter. I th- you know it, that's the sad thing. It's like whatever's the hot the hot issue, right? That's what gets the most. Like I can't believe you said that. I mm-hmm. can't believe you did that. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Before it was the, before it was this with the with the transgender. Now before that it was you know police brutality. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and like going back to my notes, the next thing I have thing something that got canceled that I'm like really upset about is blackberries. Like, is that the Tosh? What 
Is that the Daniel Tosh cartoon? Or is that Brickleberry? That's Brickleberry. Brickleberry. I'm talking about literally the phones. I, oh, Blackberry. yeah, because they got one in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone hates on Blackberry, and they got canceled, and they just, like, can't recover from it. And I'm really sad because I was a ride-or-die Blackberry fan. So I never had one. Never had a Blackberry? Well, you just didn't live life because those were amazing I just songs. wasn't that cool, I guess. I fucking love my Blackberry. But, yeah, when I seen Sandy pull out the Blackberry and use it, I was like, I fucking miss my Blackberry because I had the exact one that she had in this movie. But I just wanted to swing it back to the movie. Yeah, but and my shit. last note is choking guy, and I don't know what I meant. Choking guy. Choking guy. I don't know what I was referring to. <laughs> Were you drinking? I don't know. Who knows? Probably. But that's the end of my notes because if I have to be completely honest with you, Nick, you know, whenever uh, uh, they were tied up in the mm-hmm. warehouse, mm-hmm. my brain kind of shut off and I don't remember the rest of this movie. Yeah, I can get you there. The uh, so they get that with uh, they have the scene with Michael McDonald. They go and they get they bust something or they 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 go to the next part. Well, they have to go to a club. Mm hmm. And oh right, they have to Sandra tap B- this guy's phone, right. right? And she's got out like she's like a go go, like you know, like a ditzy bitch, you know. And that was pretty funny when she she's like, "You look like a what did she say? Fuck, she's like, you look like something. You look something about an accountant. Yeah, you look like an accountant. We need to like spurs you up to be in this club. So she starts like she's ripping her fucking clothes yeah, apart. Yeah, and- yeah, make giving her some style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Smoky eyes. And they said, what are those? They're spanks. <laughs> what are spanks? They hold things together medically. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, that was pretty funny. Are you okay? <laughs> Do we need to go to the doctor? <laughs> um, I, that was another part I was going to talk about that I thought was funny. <laughs> when uh, oh yeah, because um. Uh, after they get the phone tapped or whatever, and they hear on the thing that uh, the guy that they interrogated gets out on bail, mm-hmm. and he talks on the phone about killing her brother. Right. So she has to go and get the family and put them all into witness protection, and I think it's hilarious because one of the girlfriends is like fucking struggling with all oh, these yeah, bags, yeah, yeah. and the kid from and the guy from Newcastle and Black is like, "Use the fucking use the handle. That's why I got you the one with the wheels." She's like, "Okay, for Christmas, I'm gonna get you a dick sucker, so I don't have to do it." <laughs> Although I did put in my notes like uh, because Michael Rappaport's character. Because the drug dealers like take him back, but he ends up ratting her out because they uh, the FBI shuts down this party but party boat. Yeah, yeah. And they realize he was the one that told them because you know they're trying to see if he's trustworthy, and he gets put in a coma. But I wrote in my notes like, why would they keep working with this guy? He's been sent to jail by his sister's a cop. Like, why him? I don't know. I thought that was very like unrealistic of like a mob. You know, drug dealer working with this guy well, I mean, who's so shit. close to the FBI. People have tons of, uh, well, I mean, she wasn't close to the FBI before this. Now the cop, she's just a city cop, but right, a lot but of he, cops are on payrolls. Yeah. So maybe they thought that they could flip her. I don't know. Maybe. But the, if you knew who she the was. The whole plot of this movie is not, is not 
to be that intricate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just thought it was silly that the drug dealers kept messing with this guy that obviously kept giving her information. Well, no, because I feel like they only attacked her brother because of what he did to her or what she did to him in the interrogation because he says it to her, I'm going to kill your family. Yeah. And so she takes the whole family and then you have that scene. Well, it cuts to the hotel and fucking Bill Burr and the dog are just sitting in front of the hotel with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, that's such a Boston guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been to Boston, but that's just I imagine. Bill Burr is like the epitome of Boston. The average Boston guy. Yeah, bro, yeah, like, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> uh, But whenever I think about Michael Rappaport, all I can think about is my name is Earl. When mm-hmm. Earl went to stay with him and he's like, I got to use the bathroom. He's like, you could just piss. Right- no, spit. <laughs> He's like, you could spit right on the floor. And they just like casually spit on the floor of the house. And I was like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. But anyway. Michael Rappaport's been in a bunch of good movies. Some not always great. I love him in True Romance. Plus, Foyt smoked the fucking second page of the letter. (laughs) (laughs) True Romance is one of those movies that has so many great cameos. You forget how many people are in that fucking movie. Yes, 100%. I rewatched it recently, and I'm like, how many people are in this fucking movie? Sam motherfucking Jackson's in that movie. Fucking Brad Pitt. Yep. Yep. I can't wait to... bull, man? I know you're going to put it on your list in 2022 because of the... The regulate the regulation being lifted. Of oh yeah, never being seen. But I cannot wait to talk about True Romance. We're oh, gonna nerd yeah. out for like four hours on that movie. Yeah, that might be the longest episode we've ever done. <laughs> yes. for serious. But anyway, so they fuck her brother up. They move the family. In a coma, in yeah. And uh, the FBI is like, you know, y'all fucked this case up. I'm taking you off. I'm taking him off. And she's like, well, what about my brother? And she's like, he's in the, you know. No, we've done all we can, right? you know, but you've too close. Y'all got to get out of the case. And Melissa McCarthy's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to take this motherfucker down. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. And then Sandy's like, yeah, I got you. Also, uh, there's a certain part where Melissa McCarthy shows up to her house to get her. And she makes like, she's so embarrassed because this, you know, at the beginning of the movie, Sandra Bullock has the neighbor's cat. Well, she's got pictures in the house of her and the cat. Like it's her fucking cat, which is super creepy, but hilarious. You know what I mean? And she's so embarrassed that Melissa McCarthy's a fucking cop. So she picks up on shit. She's like, uh, notice you got pictures of this fucking cat. Where, where's there's no litter box. Where's the cat? Oh, the, the cat ran away or somebody stole the cat. Yeah. She's like, those motherfuckers. Would steal a goddamn. I hate that. Goddamn it. Like, she just gets so upset because she loves animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, all right, let's roll. And she's like, I have to get dressed. I'm in my. He goes, she's like, those are fucking. Pa- Go get your top hat. And she just starts ripping on her about her pajamas. And I was just like, hey, that's fucking gold, man. Because it's just like these nice silk pajamas. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just like, those aren't your clothes. She's like, they're pajamas. It's like, Oh, yeah, because we did skip over the part wherever um, Melissa McCarthy, whenever they go to interrogate the Russian girl, mm. she's like, what are you doing here? I live here. <laughs> no, you stole my fucking file, and that's why you're here to see talk to this person. But whenever they're done talking to they her, literally she go goes down into to her apartment. She's like, oh, you actually live here. <laughs> and then she offers her a sandwich. She's like, no, that's okay. She's like, wow, that's insulting. She's like, I just don't want to have hepatitis. Or- <laughs> oh, that's not insulting. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah because her apartment's like a one yeah because she it's like a studio yeah and she's like you have cardboard on your window she's like i can't afford the the carpet windows or whatever she calls them can't afford louis vuitton drapes or whatever you got (laughs) 
It's called a window. <laughs> uh, so they go at the end, and they, like she opens up her fridge, and it's just like a fucking armory. Oh yeah, it's just guns everywhere. Yeah, she, that's when Melissa or uh, Sandra Bullock pull, picks up the grenade. She's like, "What the fuck is this?" She's like, "That was a mispurchase. He listed it wrong. Uh, I need to fucking contact him." But like, uh, put that back down. She's like, "Half that speed. Half that speed." <laughs> And uh, so there's a great there's there's a great little shootout at the end, mm-hmm. and uh, they get caught, and you think that uh, they're gonna get killed by the Michael McDonald, yeah, and uh, finally reveal like the big guy, the big boss or whatever. Right. This is kind of where my brain checked out. So you're gonna have to walk me through this shit. Well, pretty much like they just say like you know like I know I've been hard on you, but mm-hmm. like Melissa McCarthy's character just kind of shows the heart yeah and she's like you know you're still an asshole but like i kind of like grown attached to you mm-hmm. and uh listen mccarthy ends up getting stabbed but like they end up kicking their ass and winning i thought sandra bullock got stabbed in the leg and then they use that knife to cut that's Melissa what McCarthy out of the leg. and then she has to was. put the knife back in her that's leg what it was. <laughs> she's like he's coming back she's like fuck, fuck. <laughs> that's right that was great that was yeah great. Yeah, but they uh they save the day right. and everything and uh her family, you know, her brother ends up coming out of the coma and shit mm-hmm. and uh All as well. It's a good little way to wrap up the movie. But what I love is like right before the movie ends, the fucking joke finally pays all the way off. Like, um Sandra Bullock's gonna stay in Boston. She doesn't want the promotion now. She wants to stay and head up the Boston task force or whatever. So her and Melissa McCarthy could still work together. Okay. And Melissa McCarthy got a promotion. She like in the police department because she won a big drug case and her family, like finally, like they all go and they're like clapping for her and shit. Like they're happy for her. They Mm -hmm. finally accept her for being a cop. So it's nice, but like, it's great because she shows up at Sandra Bullock's house with the fucking cat. (laughs) <laughs> from the beginning of the movie yeah and she doesn't live in boston at the beginning of the movie this fucking cat's in like san diego or some shit like wherever she's at in the yeah, beginning yeah, yeah. new york whatever it i is. think it's new york yeah <laughs> she's like ah, and it took me out to get him out of a rose bush got scratched up pretty good that little fucker got me <laughs> but here he is i found him <laughs> It's not your fucking cat, is it? No, it's not. God damn it. <laughs> and then the movie ends, but uh, I love that. That was a good little way to end the movie. Yeah. You know what I was disappointed in? What? There's no tennis. I really, no tennis thought, this I really thought they were going to I really did. There was, I really thought there was tennis in all of them, too. Nah. But. <laughs> I was a little disappointed in the tennis. Her husband's cameo is not very big in this one. No, he's just a guy that fucked her, and she's like, "Yeah, God, can you just leave me alone? And then they make out, like, super hardcore. She's like, seriously, I'm not even interested in you. Mm-hmm. Call me. Right. <laughs> so, I will say this. Um, like I said, it's not a perfect movie by any means, but I still laugh like a motherfucker when I watch it. Like I said, certain parts still get me more than others. Mm-hmm. Um but it's always one of those movies that, like, even though Sandra Bullock probably will never agree to it, and now even Melissa McCarthy's gotten up there. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's done a whole lot lately. I know Tammy came out, and it, like, bombed. And I don't think she's done a whole lot since then. She's kind of, like, stepped a little back from the limelight. 
I feel like she did something. Like, Maybe it was Identity Thief that was like after that or before that. I can't remember. That was before. I think The Boss was like the last movie she did. Yeah, I think Tammy and The Boss kind of bombed and she was like, yeah. you know what? I think I'm going to, you know. She had a Save the Whales commercial that was fucking great. It was for Greenpeace. Yeah. Yeah. She did Ghostbusters too. Oh, right. Yeah, that, that was... might have been the last one. I think so. I'm going to check because I'm I'm super curious now because I know I feel like she's done some serious movies lately that's why we haven't really heard about her maybe The Starling 2021 I don't know what that Oh Thunder Force that's what it was Oh I like Thunder Force I heard it was garbage I mean her and uh, the other lady that they, they were good together um I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made it onto the month of McCarthy Yeah but I, I had Oh then like it. the Happy Time Murders with the puppets Yeah um when I was on live on TikTok the other day, a couple of my buddies that are are now following us on the podcast, they were yeah. like, um, you should have done the Happy Time Murders. I was like, I haven't even seen that. It just looks so ridiculous. So, it did, like, yeah. I, I didn't even watch it. She's in The Little Mermaid. I bet she's fucking, uh, what's her name? Ursula. Ursula, yeah. yeah. Yeah, But she'll fucking be awesome, though. It'll be perfect. Because she can sing, too. Can she? I think she can. Yep, Ursula. Yep. I mean. I mean, it could kind of... What was she going to be? The fucking crab? You know? <laughs> she might have been Flounder. Who are they going to get to be the crab? I don't know. Let's see. Sebastian. Who do you think is going to be Sebastian? Bill Burr. No fucking way, bro. I'll go see that shit first day. <laughs> D- don't fuck with me. Uh, Davy Diggs. I don't know. Who that is. David Diggs. I don't know. You got Flounder. Yeah. The Pelican. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I know. Man. So. My daughter loves it. But anyways. It's uh, a great you, hit. You want to know what I what I give this? What do you give this movie that we're talking about that I can't remember the name of? Mm, the, the Heat. heat. <laughs> mm, 8.3. No. Fuck off. I love this movie. This bro. is not an 8.3 movie. Nah, no, it's not. Uh, seven, eight. That's a little better. Seven, Only because I know seven is like middle of the ground for you because you're fucking crazy. Because <laughs> seven means middle. Well, no, no, because a five means I saw it like it wasn't terrible, but I'll never watch it again. That's a five. Right. Right. That's middle. That's middle ground. But seven to a you. Seven is it's got three or four scenes that I fucking cherish. And that's why I keep watching that movie. And it just holds a fucking special place in my funny heart. You know? <laughs> that's what that is. I think your chart's fucking ridiculous and stupid and it doesn't make any sense. But that's Well, your... I'm sorry that I don't just have no recommendation, strong <laughs> recommendation, or a fucking maybe recommendation. Oh, so but... mine's even weaker. I would say it was weaker, but you're cheating at my rating, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like I'm just yours saying is better. It doesn't make any sense. Um It doesn't have to make sense. I'm a fucking I'm Kanye, baby. Fucking crazy genius, son. I can't recommend this movie. You're not going to recommend this movie? No. I did. Like, I, there's not a whole lot I got from it. Mm. I Like, my brain checked out halfway through. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Out of three you've seen so far, where does it rank out of the three? The thing I have to say about Melissa McCarthy is where she shines is her ad lib. Like, she really is at the moment or when she's in the moment. She can really bring some funny things. Mm-hmm. That's where she really shines. And I think Bridesmaids is where she really brought it. This one has a couple of moments. She's not a bad actress. I take 
bridesmaids, the heat, and then the boss. The boss was not great. Oh, did you not like it when she fucking dropped, when they dropped old boy onto the fucking car? She's like, I can't pull him up. Fucking oh, right, right, right. And he's like, did you drop me? You dropped me up my whole fucking car. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I love that. There's a couple of moments that made me like chuckle. Didn't bust out laughing. It's just like little stupid moments when she throws the Tic Tacs at his head. Like, I laugh at dumb shit like that. Um, but That overall, family scene, though, will forever be in the Hall of Fame. It's because of Bill Burr, though. It's not, do you know what's like, crazy is like he's funny in that scene, but he's not like he's not what makes it great. Yeah, the, he doesn't carry it on the his one back. brother that goes over the top with it, and then the fucking new kid on the block. He's just feeding them the whole time. Like right. th- it was like I don't I, that I would like to be. I'd really interested to know how long it took them to work on all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little bit because I would love to see like an uncut version of that scene. Like I hope they just like all spitballed, like just fucking just went for it, like. Yeah. 12 takes and i think that's really where she shines melissa mccarthy is when she's like goes off script and kind of says some like ridiculous off the wall shit she wears sweatpants to your mother's dinner (laughs) they say juicy on the ass (laughs) they classy that's right (laughs) what was it she goes they're her classy ones they don't say it makes me think of fucking uh ted when uh he's dating the oh yeah cashier oh i fucking love that (laughs) shit where they're at a dinner yes Wait, you, you think you're your, better than me? You're fancy. I'm from Southie. I'll beat your fucking ass. <laughs> oh I had God. a baby once. I could kick your ass, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Is it alive? <laughs> <laughs> you really have a thing for, like, Boston people. Dude, I, I think I was meant to be bored. You're right. Up there. You'd you know be know funny I mean? if you took a trip to Boston. You're like, I'm never leaving. <laughs> These people are amazing. <laughs> I'm fucking These weird. are my people. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, I've moved to Charlestown. Start working at a quarry. Right. <laughs> I only drink beer now, Greg. I'm sorry. Lagers. Lagers. <laughs> How do you have an accent? You've only been there a week. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about, Greg? Greg is. We still have one more, though. We have to get through identity. Thing. Look, bro. <clears throat> I saved the best for fucking last, dude. I'm pulling out all the big guns on this last I one. I fucking dude. love me, uh, Jason. If I know you're going to love this movie, if nothing else, just because of fucking Jason Bateman. Yes. But she is, fu- I'm telling you, bro, these two need another movie together. Okay. They they are great together in this. I believe you. Um, But uh, before we wrap things up, so I went to the store. And whenever I go grocery shopping, I usually go to Walmart because I'm poor. And uh, I stop by the movie section mm-hmm. just to see if there's any gems in there. Every once in a while, I'll find a gem. What, like in the $5 bin? No, just in general. Mm-hmm. Just anything pops up out. And I found something, Nick. Did you? I found something. You found something? And I'm so happy that I found it. So now we can do it on the podcast. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah, I guess. Pig. Another Dick Cage movie. A Nicolas Cage movie called Pig. Does he have dreads? <laughs> so I've heard great things about this movie. Oh, you've never seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I've just heard it's a really good, solid movie. Have you read the back of this fucking thing? No, you should read it to me. <laughs> the best work Nicolas Cage has ever done. That's a bold fucking statement, bro. Right. I don't know about that. <laughs> I literally just see him in a fucking pig, bro. Yeah. 
Are you shitting me? It's not like a metaphorical pig. It's a real it's, pig. It's not a cop. Like it's actually it's not about bacon and a fucking pig, bro. It's not about barbecue. So after I get through my, and of course he's covered in fucking blood. He's got to be covered <laughs> in blood in one part of it. After I get through my obsession um, trilogy at the beginning of the year of 2022, I'm gonna fucking throw this on the podcast and we're gonna talk about it for a special feature. You watch Nicolas Cage cook food. <laughs> does it really say that? It does. Nicolas Cage cooks three mushroom tart, pigeon, and palms Anna. That is amazing. What the fuck are we about to watch? I don't know. On this, dude. But come probably. Certified like, fresh, though. Come February, we're going to be watching Pig. Hell yeah. Well, you know, Give I me fuck, that back. You, I need to watch it first. You know I fuck with Nick Cage. I know, but I was scared you're going to be like, please don't. Ruin Nick Cage for me, Greg. Oh, you've already fucking tried your best at that. <laughs> uh, uh, Willie's Wonderland, I asked for. Yeah. So I can't blame anybody for that one. Right. That was up there. I was like, yeah. it was on Blu ray. I was like, should I? Mm. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Like, there's there's some weird thing about that movie that I like. What, Willie's? Yeah. Yeah, me too. There was something weird about it's it that I was like, this funny. is like kind of fun. Yeah. Like, I don't like the story, but I don't know. I think we're a little harsh on that movie. Maybe. It was just crazy because, like, they didn't change anything. Yeah. It literally, like, it just beat that shit over the head. Like, the same running joke in the movie. Yeah. The break time. He cleans up the body, drops it off, plays fucking pinball, and drinks some off-brand soda. (laughs) And then goes back to killing motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And the kids didn't do a whole lot for me, but there was just something about him beating up those animatronic pedophiles that just. Oh yeah, like, he got very know. creative with the way he yeah. whacked them, which I thought was cool. And, and instead then, of blood, it was oil, like I don't yeah, know. black goo, and, yeah. Because yeah. I've heard the director talk about that movie. That this was like his big break on a movie, and he was like super passionate about it. And I don't know. I feel like I was a little harsh on it. If that movie would have got the rights to like Five Night by or like Five Nights at Freddy's characters right. or something, but then again, like they went for the whole. Ser- child serial killer type deal. So and I, I love the gimmick work. that he didn't like talk throughout the whole movie because it's I, Nick Cage, I, I one go, of the biggest actors of all time. I go lie, that bothered me. Yeah, I wish he had a couple lines. That was a nice little gimmick. I wonder if he took less money because he didn't have to fucking. I don't know. The director said like the the script came across Nick Cage and he like was down to do the movie. So I don't know. How money, but he was like excited to do this. Have you movie. ever seen that funnier die skit mm. where uh, the, the dude's like Nick Cage's agent <laughs> and he just like, he's like, Nick, this is probably not the best movie. I'm just telling you because they offered, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do it immediately. Like, Wait, you haven't even heard the script. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I need to be in every movie ever made. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. But that's pretty much how he is living his career right now. But he's done some great, like Mandy was amazing. I fucking love Mandy. I just want to know how much does the IRS got on him? I don't know. He I think must... he's gotten to the point where he's paid it off and now he's just having fun. You think so? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think that's where he's at. Is like he just want he loves acting and he's just taking things that interest him. I guess it makes me feel better knowing that he makes these shitty movies because he enjoys doing it. Yes. Rather than he has to do it. Right. Because I love mm. Cloud Color Out of Space. I know you didn't really care for it, but it was right. such a dumb, fun movie. It's different. Yeah. Very different. So that's what I like to think is he's just loves acting so much. He's going to take roles that just. It, he feels like with. it's pushing his boundaries. Right. Um, 
there's a couple, man. Like I, I wish I could find a couple of his smaller movies that I liked, but mm-hmm. some of them are just fucking terrible. Yeah. But he's got so many hits too. Like it's hard to ever count him out. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he is like hands down a great actor. Like he's a little bit method. I grew up with him. Yeah, he's he's another one. He's just always gonna be like a nostalgic love. Right. You know what I mean? His and he's has a household name, Nicholas Cage. No, you know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. No matter who I say that to. Yep. So that 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 says something. Ooh, let's just like real quick before we end it. Like top five favorite Nick Cage movies. That's so hard to say. Um. Just a quick one. Doesn't have Quickly, to be like concrete. Doesn't have to be concrete. Yeah. Just the first five you can think of. Boom. Mandy, Color Out of Space, Con Air. Um, what's the Las Vegas? Leaving Las Vegas? Yeah. Leaving Las Vegas. And then what would I put as number five? I'm not sure. You do yours. You my five? Yeah. Gone in 60 seconds. No particular Gone order. Gone in 60 seconds. There no, you go. No particular order. Five. There you go. Gone in 60 seconds. Yes. Um, The Rock. Con Air, National Treasure, and I really enjoyed uh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked about it before, you because yeah. I haven't seen it. You said I should watch it. Yeah, I might get that to you one of these days. Yeah. Um, it's just a fun movie. And uh, what's his name? Jay Bruchel. He's mm-hmm. good at that, too. Um, That was another one I thought always would have got a second one. but I haven't did. seen Vampire's Kiss. I would have watched that one. Damn That's bad. where he goes like crazy method. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think those are like my favorite five. Yeah. I enjoyed the second National Treasure too, but I don't think there's anything that just like makes one better than the other. I like them as movies, but I don't like them because Nicolas Cage is like a great actor in them, you know. I was picking movies that I kinda liked him in, but They said the only reason they've never made a third one is because like he said that he didn't want to just make a bunch of shit up. To make him like another adventure for them, he said that like he tried to. They tried to make it to where like most of the historical facts they used were like, even though there's not like some fucking huge buried treasure like Benjamin Franklin really did do this and this and you know shit like that. But right, which I thought was cool. Yeah, and like the dude actually stole the fucking Declaration of Independence. <laughs> like that's awesome. Right. And- no, they are fun movies. I, I think that's another one. Like, I think I just enjoy like an adventure, like an Indiana Jones type thing. Like there's well, some people are really into that stuff. Yeah. You know, they're, they're all over the place. You know, the globe trotting type movies, you know, right. but, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to save the most, the month of McCarthy with this last one and identity thief. Um, it's awesome. Well, I guess we'll have to find out until next time. Until next time. Later.